you tired of chasing perfection and always feeling like you fall short? There is a better way. Welcome to the Pop Coach Life with your host, Sharon Smaga, where we are pursuing the art of purpose over perfection. She's going to turn what you think you know on its head and help you discover a life filled with meaning and joy. So buckle up, Buttercup, because here comes Sharon. Hey guys, this is Sharon Smaga and this is Pop Coach Life. Welcome back. Here at Pop Coach Life, we are pursuing the art of purpose over perfection. And when I say, hey, guys, that's a little bit of my uh, Midwestern coming out of me from back in the day. And that includes everybody. Um, I grew up in a house where everybody was, hey, you guys. So <laughs> welcome back. Today, I want to talk to you a little bit about, uh, or this week, I should say, because I, I publish weekly, but I wanted to talk a little bit about grace and truth. And I'm working off some notes here, and you'll sort of notice that, those of you that are watching me on video. Um, and I think that I have struggled with this a lot in my life, like, where is this balance what does that look like? Um, I think I have a temperament that naturally lends it to itself to um, focusing on the importance of truth, but I did not naturally gravitate toward the grace of things. Um, I didn't really grow up in a home where there's a lot of grace given um, or a lot of really, I sort of grew up in a generation where we, you know, we grabbed our bicycles in the summer, drank out of the water hose. Our parents told us to keep our shoes on and be home by lights the time the street lights came on and stick together, don't get in trouble. Um, and we sort of just ran and did our thing together, me and my brother. So uh, very generational kind of uh, thing to grow up in, right? It's very different now. And so we didn't necessarily spend... We were not a family that really spent time around the table together with our parents learning about these things. Um, I think that I'm I'm a Gen Xer. I grew up with the idea that um, there were adults and kids and go make friends and go play with the kids and go hang out, you know, with your siblings. And then I think um, a lot of the rebound of that for us as Gen Xers was um, spending that more time talking at the table, um, being more intentional in our parenting. Um, and so I was that, but I did not understand the role of grace. That was just sort of not a real concept in my life. And so um, I share this information with you, not from a... Um, not from the angle of I'm this uh, expert who's got it all together and has it figured out, but that this has been something I've grown a lot in and learned about over the years. And it's it hadn't really ever been in, introduced directly to me as a concept, right? So I sort of struggled through this learning over the years. So I want to just pass on some information to you, you all and... Um, you can digest it and see what you think of it and how you want to apply it. I have worked a lot with families over the years. And what I've seen is that even in our parenting, and this applies to marriage too, but I saw a lot in families, the parenting where there was a hard lean into grace or a hard lean into truth. 
and neither were terribly effective. Um, I see this play out. I've seen it play out in marriages too over the years as I've worked with couples. So we start with some definitions, right? Truth, what truth is and is not. It's not trendy. It stands over time. It's unalterable. It's not popular. It's unswayed by opinion and it is overarching. I'm going to say something right now about truth that will not be popular and I won't be swayed by opinion anyway. And that is that you don't have a personal truth. I know that's a very popular phrase right now. There is no such thing because if it's personal, it's yours and it's not actually truth. Truth to be truth has to sort of be objective. It has to stand on its own. It can't be altered by my feelings, my opinions, right? So I know what my opinions are. I know what my feelings are. And I can talk about my feelings, my truth, my, excuse me, my opinions, but I don't have a truth because if truth can be mine, then it can't be objective and it really has no purpose. Um, it also means if I own it, I have the, I'm the only one that has the power to wield it, right? So we don't want that either. Um, so understand that truth is not trendy, stands over time, unalterable. It's not popular. <laughs> often not popular, perhaps now more than ever. It's unswayed by opinion or popular opinion. It is overarching. It's objective. It's what is real. It's what is factual, whether we like it or not, whether you agree with it or not, feel good about it or not. Really important to understand that about truth. Grace is mercy, pardon, excuse me, special favor, privilege, an act or an instance of kindness, Courtesy or clemency. Excuse me again. Oof, I ate lunch real quick before I recorded and I'm just so sorry. Um, so I want you to think about that clemency, right? You're granted clemency. You don't have to pay the time for the crime. This is the idea of clemency. It is undeserved favor or special favor. So the power of grace is that it's freely given. It can't be earned, therefore it cannot be lost. So, for example, my children, um, whether they always feel like this or not, they have my grace. There is nothing that can strip from them the favor they have as my children or in my eyes. I could even be angry at them about something. They're adults now. So when I say my children, my adult children, but they have my favor regardless. They have my preference. They have special favor and privilege. So no matter who else comes in line that wants something from me, no matter how well they treat me, um, my children will have favor in front of them, if you will. Okay. So it is undeserved. It can't be earned. It can't be given away. So if we are withdrawing grace from somebody in a moment of anger, then we really haven't truly, we aren't giving grace. That's not grace, right? That's our emotions. Again, grace sort of stands on its own. It's not altered by opinions. It's not altered by emotions. It is something that exists on its own and cannot be um, altered by us. So where we have choice with truth and grace is our willingness to live in them. 
That's the choice we have, but they don't belong to us. So my proposal today is that we need truth and grace in equal measure in our relationships. And here is why. If we have a lot of truth in relationship, it is with without the grace, with no balance of grace, it is harsh. It can be cruel. It pushes people away. It can be rigid and it can be unforgiving. Um, I think, and that's why I shared earlier when I started this, that's where I've struggled a lot over the years. I have a temperament that's sort of focused on facts. Um, I can be very oriented toward accomplishing tasks. My personality is sort of what they call the CEO personality. I'm in charge. Let's get it done. I know what needs to be done. Just do what I said. You don't hear any grace in that, do you? <laughs> yeah. And in those moments, nobody's feeling grace from me if I'm not consciously bringing grace into my temperament and my personality in those moments. So truth without grace, harsh, cruel. It can be big and strong, but um, big and strong without grace is also scary, right? It can create fear. Uh, it pushes people away. It can be very rigid. So you wind up with these very rigid boundaries that tend to be what um, they wind up focused on. You didn't do what I like. So I'm withdrawing my favor in that moment, or I don't approve of you, or I won't connect with you. And again, I'm not saying people do this on purpose, but if you don't understand this, you're probably engaging in a lot of these kinds of things without realizing you are. And that's why I'm sharing this information today. Now, the other side of that is if we have grace without truth, grace can be without the balance of truth can be very enabling. It can be false and insincere. It tends to be what I call really squishy boundaries. They're diffuse, like poor boundaries. It's sort of like putting up the fence posts, but you never put up the fencing in between. So it's the idea of a boundary without there really being one. Um, we can let ourselves be used or taken advantage of. We can even wind up in situations where we're allowing ourselves to be abused. This can go really far. Both of these, if, if you're catching on to that, can be very polar opposites when they're existing on their own. Um, we can seed authority in a right way in our children's lives. If we're living in too much grace, we're not taking charge in a right way. So we're sort of seeding authority and putting them in charge. And in that, they don't have the sense of security and safety that they need. Um, so again, like... Without, truth without grace is harsh, cruel, can be abusive, pushes people away, rigid, unforgiving. Grace is sort of that polar opposite without truth where it's all about mercy and pardon. And then we're sort of letting people get away with crap they shouldn't, right? It's neither extreme is healthy. So my proposal is that grace and truth are not paradoxical. I know they can sound that way, that they are actually complementary. And, and if you pull those polar opposites sort of to the middle and they co coexist in equal measure, then what we have is things like healthy boundaries instead of rigid or diffuse. We have connectivity and communication with clear expectations. We have authority without cruelty. We have favor um, 
without, uh, oh, what would be a good word for it? Like the favor, the I appreciate you just because you exist and who you are, but we're not enabling naughty behavior. So there's a balance in that to say, you have my favor, I love you, and that behavior is still unacceptable and we aren't going to do that in our house. We don't treat each other that way. So there's this beautiful balance in grace and truth. They're not paradoxical. They're complementary. They need each other. They go together. So if you think about what, you know, what do you tend to lean toward? Because I think we all sort of naturally tend to lead more toward grace or more toward truth, um, more toward leniency, more toward harsh. The idea is in healthy, connected relationship that we integrate those um, and that we have a balance that lets us be present and loving to also sharpen one another and help each other grow through the honesty um, that we spur one another on in healthy ways where we're able, where there's truth and grace and good measure, we're able to challenge each other. I like that one because um, I want to be challenged. I don't want to be beat up. I also don't want to be given free reign that later on I find out, you know, um, these people are hurt, but they never spoke up, you know, out of nothing but grace. Um, without having enough truth involved. It lets me be relaxed and comfortable in relationship because I know where my boundaries are. I know that you're going to speak up and share your boundaries with me. So this is a really core idea that I think is really important that I'm going to encourage you to think about. Um, go back and listen to this podcast again. It's a lot of information in a short podcast. And consider where you are. Do you lean toward too much, you know, heavy on the truth side without enough grace, heavy on the grace side without enough truth and figure out then how do I kind of start moving toward that middle ground? How do I, uh, how do I stand in something that's unswayed by opinion, for example, but still show mercy to somebody like, how do I know this is true and I don't have to move on it, but I also don't have to beat you up with it. <laughs> Kind of, if you think of it that way. Um, so being honest, but also loving people and, and giving favor to people and showing value to people. I hope this has been helpful. Uh, please like this, rate it, share it with a friend, um, pass it on, listen to it again. Let me know what you think of it. I think it can be a really good tool and a filter to work on. I've been working on this uh, balance and filter for quite some time now, and I think there's always uh, room to grow. Again, I'm not looking for perfection. I'm never going to master this. I'm just looking to be honest with myself, try to love people well, including myself in a healthy way. And so I always want to be looking for where's that margin of growth for me. I love you guys. Keep pursuing your purpose over perfection, and I will see you next time. Take care. Bye-bye. You've been listening to the Pop Coach Life Podcast. To catch all her past shows, go to www.popcoach.life.